this week on uh, Wednesday and Thursday over at Marshfield at the Big Marshfield Farm Show. It's 5 a.m. This is WAXX Radio 104.5 FM in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's have a look at some of the national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Jim Forbes. President Trump wants America's European allies to take in and try hundreds of ISIS fighters captured in Syria. NBC's Lucy Kavanaugh says more than 41,000 foreigners from 80 countries joined ISIS. In Western Europe, most came from France, followed by Germany and the U.K. President Trump wants European allies to take back over 800 ISIS fighters captured in Syria and put them on trial, suggesting they would otherwise be released. The U.S. withdrawal of troops from Syria will not be quick. Acting Defense Secretary Patrick Shanahan reassured U.S. allies while speaking at a security conference in Munich on Friday. We will maintain our counterterrorism capabilities in the region, and we will continue to support our local partners' ability to stand up to the remnants of ISIS. It's President's Day, and thousands of Americans are planning to protest President Trump's decision declaring a national emergency along the southern border. MoveOn.org lists more than 250 protests planned for noon, local time, from coast to coast. Other groups are planning similar protests. On CBS's 60 Minutes, former FBI Director Andrew McCabe said that Justice Department officials raised the plan to potentially remove President Trump from office. Conservative radio talk show host Rush Limbaugh had this to say in response. People unelected simply because they don't like a guy's hairstyle or like where he came from decided the American people's decision was invalid and began a systematic process to get him thrown out of office. Former Virginia Governor Terry McAuliffe says he's inching closer to making a decision on whether to run for the Democratic presidential nomination in 2020. And it was a big all-star weekend in Charlotte as Golden State Warriors forward Kevin Durant walked away as the most valuable player of the 2019 NBA All-Star Game. You're listening to NBC News Radio. News brought to you by Osseoplastics and Supply. If you're thinking about constructing a fabric building or getting a new fabric roof, Structures Unlimited in Stratford is the place to call. They feature buildings from North America's five largest manufacturers with natural lighting, superior ventilation, top-notch strength, and durability. Fabric buildings are easy on your budget. Plus, if you need service or repair, Structures Unlimited can help. Contact Structures Unlimited, sales at structuresunlimited.com or call 877-687-2453. Structures Unlimited. Limited is accepting applications and is an equal opportunity employer. Ruder Ware is proud to exhibit at this year's Marshfield Farm Show on Wednesday, February 20th and Thursday, February 21st from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on both days. For nearly a century, Ruder Ware has served as trusted advisors and legal counsel to generations of producers and businesses serving the industry. Services include succession planning, employment law, real estate, and tax. Find them online at RuderWare.com. See you at the Marshfield Farm Show on Wednesday, February 20th and Thursday, February 21st from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. 
When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you, and that means you want to use Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. All the folks at Christensen Sales are true auction professionals. They remember all the little things to take care of, and they've been doing it for such a long time. You know they're trustworthy, too. They handle every aspect of your auction professionally and fairly. Christensen Sales and its auctioneers are registered with the state of Wisconsin, too. Give them a call at 715-223-6345. Christensen Sales of Abbotsford. Wisconsin. In the Marathon City area, if you're looking for someone for your farm inputs, Marathon Feed and Grain is a good choice. Angie Smeiser is with us this morning from Marathon Feed and Grain. And Angie, tell us about your operation there, what kind of products and services you provide, and how big a territory do you cover? Marathon Feed and Grain actually has a pretty decent sized coverage area. We're over Wausau, Burnhamwood, Wittenberg, down into Mosinee, all the way over. Actually, I got some customers in the Medford, Greenwood area as well. We have any kind of dairy, beef, poultry feed you're looking for, horse feed. Um, there's dog and cat food as well. We also carry round bale feeders, gates, the Apache creep feeders. Agronomy-wise, where I am, we got our soil sampling, our nitrate testing, a lot of dry fertilizer, whether it's bulk or baked, we can do either or, a liquid starter fertilizers, and then the seed end of it. You are in the seed business as well, handling Alpharex Hygest Alfalfa. How long have you been doing that, and what's been the response of the farmers that have planted Alpharex? Yeah, we're going into our second year with Alpharex branded seeds right now, and it is phenomenal what it's doing out in the country. You know, we got the guys out there that are aggressive cutters, and they, they want that stuff that's going to grow fast. Their high-ton brands grow at a rate of over 2 centimeters a day, which is huge when they're on those cutting schedules and they want to get all the crops in that they can and get the most yield per year. And then the high-jest, like you said, the high-jest, that, that's a, a really, really great product that if you're not planting, not harvesting, you're, you're going to want to. Just like in the name, the high-jest has an increased rate of digestibility. And with working dairy cattle, we know that when we increase that de- digestibility, we are, in turn, that cow is probably going to turn around and give us some more milk. What farmer doesn't want more milk? Absolutely. And plenty of seed for 2019. Yeah, the supply is looking really good right now. Get a hold of us, and we'd be more than happy to set you up with something. Very good. Thank you, Angie. So take care of all your farm needs dealing with Marathon Feed and Grain in Marathon City, an Alpha X Alfalfa dealer. Come see C. Hafer Refrigeration at the Marshfield Farm Show on Wednesday, February 20th and Thursday, February 21st at the Marshfield Mall. The Farm Show runs from 10 to 4 both days. C. Hafer invites you to stop by their booth. They'll have a fully functioning Lely Astronaut A5 robot at their booth so you can see it in action. C. Hafer Refrigeration is committed to providing innovative dairy solutions and superior service to their customers. C. Hafer Refrigeration, serving central Wisconsin and beyond. We the people should expect a great money-saving offer. And that's what you'll find during Ken Bands Motors President's Day event. Take advantage now of monumental savings. Like a new 19 Honda CRVLX all-wheel drive, just $234 a month lease. Or lease a new 19 Honda Accord LX, now only $249 a month. Act now. These once-a-year President's Day savings end when the month ends at Ken Bands Motors in Eau Claire. 36-month lease CRV in Accord, $3,000, zero security deposit, plus tax title license ends 22819. Be entertained, productive, and inspired with audiobooks. Your first three listens are free. Get started at audible.com.
Again, it's Scott doing the morning chores with you here today. Eight degrees here in Eau Claire at Wax 104.5 at the studio. Lacrosse has 13. Next Marshfield. Grow Alfalfa offers ultimate flexibility with their extensive line of conventional Roundup Ready and Harve Extra Alfalfa seed, allowing you to achieve top yield potential and high forage quality. They're proud to introduce Next Grow 6409 HVXR with Harve Extra Alfalfa Trait, the industry's first alfalfa trait designed to give you the flexibility to choose between higher alfalfa quality or delay harvest thanks to a wider cutting window to maximize your yield potential. With Next Grow Alfalfa, you'll also find 6422Q, the variety that that swept the commercial hay division for seven of the last eight years at the World Forage Analysis Super Bowl, plus a full portfolio of conventional and Roundup-ready varieties, including 6472A, Nextgrow's Race 2 of resistant variety, a top choice for wet, heavy, or saturated soil, and in addition, it has an excellent forage quality rating. 6424R, Nextgrow's newest glyphosate-tolerant variety with Race 2 of resistant that offers protection on those wet, heavy soils while delivering exceptional forage quality. To learn more about NextGrow Alfalfa, see your local dealer or visit plantnextgrow.com. Five oh eight a.m. here at Wax one hundred four point five. Let's have a look at the morning livestock markets. Fed beef steers ended the week one fifteen to one twenty five with mixed one ten to one fourteen. Fed beef heifers. 116 to 124 and three quarters with the mixed 80 to 115. Fed Holstein steers 87 to a dollar with select and choice 65 to 86. Cows were 50. I'm sorry, cows were 40 to 53 with the top selling 54 to 69. Bulls 61 to 94. Butcher hogs 30. Sows the lightweights 22 to 24. The heavies 24 to 25. Boars. Went for eight and down. Shorn and unshorn market lambs, 130 to 141. And feeder lambs, 140 to 150. And the livestock futures, live cattle for February, 126.62, up 50 cents. April, 127.17, down 20 cents. June, 118.07, that's down 20. August, 114.37. And that is down 27 cents. Feeder cattle, 142 for March, 142.60. That's down $1.47. April, 145.22, down 127. May, 146.57, down 110. August, 150.45, down 77 cents. September, 150.72, that's down 55 cents. Lean hogs for April, 59.52, that's up 82 cents. May, 68.45, up 75. June, 76.72, up 25. And July, 80.02, that's up 2 cents. That's a look at some of the livestock trade around the countryside. Hi, this is Dave Marquardt. It's that time of year where all-wheel drive vehicles can be very helpful. Here at Marquardt Motors, we have well over 100 quality pre-owned all-wheel drive vehicles available to choose from, including Chevy Equinoxes and GMC Terrains. So if you're thinking about a dependable used vehicle for you or your family, shop online at MarquardtMotors.com or drop by our lot on Business 53 between Eau Claire and Chippewa Falls. Marquardt, vehicles you want, 
people you trust. Old roof, storm damage. You should call MLS Enterprise today. 715-279-4007. Call MLS Enterprise today at 715-279-4007 for your free estimate. The MLS team treats your roof like their own roof. They offer the best quality roofs at an affordable price. Great relationships with qualified lenders. Finance loans of a year to 10 years. The quality you need without having to go over your budget. Asphalt or steel roofing is available. Fully insured and licensed with a 50-year transferable warranty. It's time to call MLS Enterprise. 715-279-4007. From Pepin to New Richmond and the surrounding areas. Call now for your free estimate. MLS Enterprise. 715-279-4007. One more time. Call MLS Enterprise today for a free quote. 715-279-4007. Wax 104.5, 12 at the hour here. And we have lots of questions all the time about uh, square bales, round bales, and everything about it. And Dr. Dan Undersander down at the UW has some answers in his talk about alfalfa with Bob. Everything in agriculture changes, and that includes equipment. Dan Undersander joins us now on our Next Grow Alfalfa Update program. Dan, of course, our state forage specialist, and I know, Dan, you're focused on forages, but also the equipment that we deal with in forages, and some of these square balers are showing some new technology. What's available now as far as some of the new interesting things to look at? Well, there are a few changes going on, and and first I think it's important to back up, and I'm going to use the term for medium baler for what we have here in the Midwest, which is basically producing a half-ton bale, 800 to 1,000 pounds. Uh, When we go west, we would get into what I would call the large square baler, which is producing the one-ton bales, plus or minus. So in in the west, we use bales that are three by four, and here we're using making bales that are 30 to 36 inches high and wide, and, and then giving us in the Midwest, a half-ton bale. The reason for the difference is that the bale insulates itself incredibly. So uh, a one-ton bale, as made in the West, must be at 14% moisture or less when the hay is baled. And with a half-ton bale that we have here, the 30-inch by 3-foot bales or whatever, um, those can be baled at 16% moisture. Uh, we almost never could get hay down to 14% moisture like the West because of our higher humidity here, but we can get to 16. The other thing then to keep in mind is that along with that, as we go to these bigger bales, uh, we're still going to need to use a preservative oftener. And uh, and so we should think about having an attachment and uh, being prepared to spray preservative on the bales if they're not quite at 16% moisture. Now, there are a couple things uh, that I think are worthwhile keeping in mind. Um, One is there is now equipment for measuring the moisture as the hay goes into the bale. And 
and then for the preservative applicator to adjust according to the moisture content of that particular bale. Uh, this is quite a technological breakthrough because previously we had to basically uh, either set our preservative use for the wettest portion of the field and then we were over applying and spending money we didn't need for the drier hay or else we set an average and then we didn't have quite enough on for our wettest spots and and they might mold so so that's an important thing uh, the other thing is is that uh, there are balers now that will print uh, information on RFID tags on each bale so we can record uh, the bale weight as it's going through the chamber. We can record the moisture. And there is some uh, technology now for letting us uh, record the um, RFV of that bale. Uh, this will let us uh, inventory our individual bales. You can have either handheld readers or readers on the loader that you're using to stack the bales. and then, for example, maybe put the wet bales one place, the drier bales in a separate place, and or put the higher quality bales in one pile and lower quality bales someplace else. So that whole technology is, um, is, is quite a big step forward. The other thing that I might say that's happening with these balers is that the pickups have improved so that we have less leaf loss in the baling process, uh, particularly as the slabs are going straight through to uh, a baler rather than being moved across by an auger or plunger as in the older small square bales. Um, the balers are being made for greater bale density. That's uh, helpful to us as uh, we're trying to stack hay. Remember that the density determines the pounds per cubic foot, so the greater the density, the more hay we can get in a barn or in a pile. The other kinds of technology that are coming down the road are those that let the baler actually adjust the speed of the tractor so that we can have uh, either a constant uh, flow of tonnage into the bale or we can have a constant bale slice weight. The, the uh, tractor might be speeded up or slowed down so that we have uh, a, a particular flow of hay coming into the baler. Dr. Dan Undersander with some great insight about uh, the new technologies with balers. It's gone way beyond where I would have imagined back in my youth, and that's that's a good thing. Speaking of good things... Down at the UW, um, the Meats Lab is expanding. We got to catch up with uh, Dan Schaefer, the meat scientist down at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, to tell us all about what's going on with that expansion. Wisconsin College of Agriculture and Life Sciences, new construction. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn, and I know the campus looks a whole lot different than when I was an undergraduate down there. And, Pam, I know down in the uh, the meats area, they're really looking forward to the latest in technology. That should be done soon, the new meats lab, shouldn't it? Yeah, they're hoping so, Bob. Fabulous. Farm Bay Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, and you're not kidding. 
since you were on campus, Bob, they probably built and tore down a couple different buildings in the same spot because there's always a new look coming to the UW campus, especially the College of Ag and Life Sciences, where they've got their uh, meat and biologics laboratory that is hopefully going to be completed for move-in front part of May with a grand opening for the general public to see the state-of-the-art facilities sometime this fall. I was talking about it with Dan Schaefer. He's in the meat science department uh, on the UW campus and has been overseeing not just the current building project, but the beginning of the conversation on this uh, meat science laboratory. And he said what people have to realize is uh, this facility is unlike any other in the United States, around the world for that matter, and he expects that it's going to draw a lot of attention not only from future students, but also industry leaders. This is a great building. Uh, this building will allow us to do so many things. Um, I'm probably m even more excited about the program in the building. Uh, so there are three program themes to this building. One program theme is meat, everything from pre-harvest to ready-to-eat product. Mm -hmm. The second program theme is meat product safety. So we will be able to test pathogens that occur in meat products. We'll be able to introduce them in a controlled way during the manufacturing process and then be able to study intervention methods, that is ways to kill them. Could be time or temperature mm -hmm. or it could be some un yet mm -hmm. unknown discovery as to how to kill pathogens. Mm -hmm. The third program theme is called animal biologics. So a biologic we are defining as a molecule or a tissue that is a harvest co-product. So it's the inedible part of the animal that arises from the harvest process. And then we seek to think about ways that those molecules or tissues could be used for some other animal or human health purpose, thereby adding value to those components of the animal. And in the end, adding value to the animal. Mm -hmm. So there is just a rich field of discovery uh, when we can collect scientists to, and ask them to orient their thinking to what might be in the gut pile yeah. that we could use for some other purpose. Right. There are examples, of course, already of things that are taken from the gut pile. But we think with modern biological science knowledge, there are many more things to be thought of and extracted from the gut pile. So I'm guessing that your peers in other universities in industry have been having conversations with you about this potential? Well, I'd say we're pretty new. I mean, really, we're on animal biologics because someone from the industry came to us and mm. said, we've looked the world over and we haven't seen this kind of a program anywhere else, so could you do that at the University of Wisconsin? Then uh, we, uh, so we investigated that as an opportunity. Um, we're just searching for our first faculty position and the name of that position is animal biologics. Mm -hmm. So we think we're just on the leading edge of this. We, we think that many, certainly there's room for many other universities and, yeah. and, and it will not be a thought that's controlled or limited to the University of Wisconsin. Right. It has benefits for all of animal agriculture. Right. Uh, and one of, the, one of the, I think, appealing storylines of this thought process is that we are harvesting something else from the animal that only the animal makes, it makes the fact that the animal gave its life to feed us even more enriching for society because there are other things that can come to society from that animal. Right. That is cutting edge uh, thought and research. So now 
Uh, talk to me a little bit about the time frame. Three different programs, as you described, that are all under one roof, uh, and the roof is quickly closing. It's coming together. That's true. That's true. We expect to move into the new building around the 1st of May, uh, move in in May and June, and then um, during that time there needs to be um, commissioning done, That e the refrigeration and the lights and the heating and ventilation and all that stuff has to work. Mm -hmm. um, we expect we could maybe do our first animal harvest in June or July. Uh -huh. There's a retail store in the new building. It is called Bucky's Varsity Meats. Mm -hmm. We expect to do a soft opening of that sometime around the 1st of July. Okay. Um, we expect refrigeration to be tested in August, uh -huh. and sometime early fall we expect to have a grand opening. Right. Right. Um, so we're starting, to, uh, we're starting to get staff hired for that building. Um, and it's just a very busy, exciting, uh, <laughs> lot to be done, so, great time. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it is, and we have great support, of course, from the industry mm -hmm. that came together, and the legislature that came together to help right. us build a new building on public ground right. with public and private funding. Right. But I also have to say that within our college and campus, we have great support. To my uh, great amazement, we have had just, n we have not had a negative voice relative to the use of animals for meat and food. And I hope that continues. Absolutely. Now, let's talk a little bit about the students that are going to populate some of these classrooms, Dan. You know, uh, without incoming freshmen, without uh, uh, researchers that are working on PhDs or what have you, this facility could suddenly come into question. How are student populations looking? from here on out? Well, let's see. I, have to, I might have to work into that question. The first thing I want to say is that uh, students will be the principal labor force in the new building. Uh, there is no student who comes to the university thinking that they might like to have a career in the meat industry. Okay. So this building will put a fresh face on that industry and that career opportunity. So we'll, we already have about 15 students that work for us in the meat lab, but we expect to grow that population to 40 students that are working for us. Then we will have students coming through the classrooms and um, we'll continue to expose them yeah. to animals produce meat and meat is a uh, humanly healthful, healthful and wholesome food item. Right. So um, how does this look? We will probably continue to need to advocate for our program and get it out in front of students to be seen. Sure. Boy, but it's a lot easier when you've got uh, whiteboards and uh, yeah. high-tech screens. Tell them about uh, what a classroom demonstration will look like for students and for industry uh, experts that want to come in. The technology you guys are pulling in has got me amazed. Yes, uh, and you may know this technology better than I do, but I, I have, of course, I'll have to learn it too. But, <laughs> but we have two classrooms in this new building, one intended for resident instruction, that is students on campus, and another classroom that's intended for outreach instruction yep. so that we can have short courses or workshops on campus without having to work around the normal class schedule. They could both occur simultaneously. Mm -hmm. So both classrooms face toward each other, but between those two classrooms is this refrigerated USDA inspected space where we could bring carcasses into or we could put equipment into mm -hmm. to do carcass evaluation or meat processing demonstrations. And the two classrooms each have their side of that cooler space so that both of those things can be going on simultaneously. 
then uh, the video capability should allow us to take to capture anything with image capture capability and then beam that to wherever it needs to go on campus or around the world. Yeah, so, 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 so I just want to say that these buildings are so expensive. We are so fortunate to have this building in this state. It is because we have a meat industry in this state and we have a meat industry in the state because we have a dairy industry in this state. Because all dairy cows go through a career change at the end of their life. Mm -hmm. They go from dairy to beef. So we have this building, which is expensive to build. Not many states will have the justification to make this kind of an investment. This will be a kind of program that exists on this campus for decades to come. It's, you're, you're excited about it. I mean, there was this wild idea that one day Dan might want to retire. It sounds like you're just getting your second breath. Well, I'm, I mean, my job right now is to really transition the old program from the old meat lab, the first part of which was built in 1930, into this new building that will open in 2019, and I'm pretty enthused about that. <laughs> and then I'm going to hand it off to someone else. Dr. Dan Schaefer in the meat science department on the UW-Madison campus, the new UW Meat Science and Animal Biologics Discovery Building, hopefully open and ready for move-in in May, with the general public being invited in to sample Bucky's Butcher Shop sometime this summer, and a formal grand opening for that beautiful state-of-the-art facility sometime this fall. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. That sounds like quite a facility down there. Uh, I haven't... Uh gone and checked out uh, the progress of it myself, but I probably should. Uh, let's be, we'll be hearing from Rocky Olson in a little while from Premier Livestock as soon as he can get that phone dialed after this. O'Brien Hybrids has been producing hybrid seeds for 49 years and is a family-owned company. O'Brien Hybrids offers corn, soybeans, alfalfa, and small grains. Their corn varieties range from 80 to 110 relative maturity. To keep your costs down, they have a full line of conventional hybrids. O'Brien Hybrids has the top-notch silage hybrids. O'Brien Hybrids won the most milk per acres in the 2017 Wisconsin Corn Hybrid Performance Trial. Rocky Olson at Premier Livestock calling in this morning. He is still digging out from last week's storm and look forward to another snow maybe on Wednesday. Every day without snows, uh, that's okay lately. <laughs> yeah, it is. How is it going with sale over there, Rocky? Uh, good. Uh, thanks a lot, and uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, this is how the market shaped up uh, last week from uh, Premier Livestock. We did sell over 2,200 head of livestock uh, on the fed cattle, high choice and prime Holstein steers, 87 to 92, low choice and select, 72 to 86. Your choice beef steers and heifers, 112 to 123. Market cows sold stronger, high-yielding cows, 58 to 72. Most of the cows traded 40 to 57. Market bulls, high-yielding, 70 to 88, low-yielding below. Low 65. Organic market cows sold on Mondays. Those better cows, 64 to 79. Lower yielding, 48 to 63. Newborn Holstein bull calves, mostly 25 to 100. We had top calves to 115. Holstein heifer calves, 10 to 45. Beef calves, 125 to 330. This week, Wednesday, uh, we have our dairy cattle auction. We do have three herd dispersals, two herds of tie stall cows, plus one free stall herd. Uh, we also have a small load of uh, registered fresh Holstein heifer 
shoppers, reputation consigners there. And then uh, we have our dairy cattle auction this Friday. If you are in the business and you are looking for jerseys, we got 300 head of jerseys. We got two complete dispersals of uh, freestall cows. Uh, majority of them are going to be registered cows, longtime AI, many very good and some excellent cows selling. We're going to have 150 milk and jersey cows plus springing cows. Then we got 150 heifers, and that's going to be calves through springers. Uh, we'll not be accepting any more cattle for this auction on Friday. It'll be a closed auction. Uh, we should get the catalog up today for that sale. So if you're looking for jerseys, you definitely want to be seeing us this Friday. We got lots of them. Uh, more info, like I said, catalog coming online. Uh, we got lots of pictures on our website, premierlivestockandauctions.com. Or if you got questions about those cattle, any cattle we're selling, the upcoming sales, you can certainly just give us a call. That'll be at 715-229-2500. And, Scott, that's how it shaped up. All right. Thanks a lot, Rocky. We'll talk to you again. Thank you. And let's have a look at some of the local news. U.S. Senator Amy Klobuchar of Minnesota is the first 2020 presidential candidate to visit Eau Claire. The Minnesota Democrat met with hundreds of people Saturday at Shift Cyclery and Coffee Shop in Eau Claire to discuss what she plans to do if she's elected president. Klobuchar focused on climate change, automatic voter registration, and health care. A fundraising page is up and running for Kathleen Weinhout after a house fire. The former state senator and candidate for governor's home was destroyed in a fire on Saturday. A post on Weinhout's official Facebook page says the family is safe but has lost everything. The fundraising page was set up by Eau Claire, the Eau Claire City Council acting president, Andrew Worthman. He used to work in Weinhout's office and campaigned for her during her run for governor. State patrol officials say one death has been confirmed from a semi-crash in the Wisconsin Dells. Authorities say the semi was recovered from Mirror Lake yesterday afternoon after it slid off the interstate earlier in the morning. One occupant of the semi is still presumed missing. Governor Tony Evers is calling for the legalization of medical marijuana and the decriminalization of its recreational use. Evers is including a measure in his first state budget proposal to decriminalize marijuana if the users, manufacturers, and distributors handle 25 grams or fewer. He is also proposing Wisconsin's first medical marijuana program regulated by the state's health and ag departments. And now let's go over to Monica at uh, Stormwarn 13 to find out what's going on in the weather. Good, Good morning, morning. To you, Scott. And uh, the weather is going to be a little chilly today, but not too bad. It will be quiet with a mostly sunny sky. So a nice day uh, for all those kids that are off for President's Day to get out and enjoy some of the snow. There's still plenty of it to uh, play around in. Highs today will be topping out at 19. That's still more than 10 degrees below average, but certainly better than where we have been so far this winter. Into tonight, we see a few more clouds, and it's going to be cold down to two below. Partly sunny tomorrow, and a cool high once again around 20. Then we see the next storm system roll in Tuesday night and Wednesday. That's going to bring us some accumulating snow, a total looking to be about three to six inches right now. So a lot of us are going to have to fire up those snowblowers once again, but uh, still some uncertainty with that track and timing. 
Thursday and Friday look dry and warmer in the upper 20s, low 30s, and there could be a little bit more snow around for the weekend. Right now in Eau Claire, it is 6. I'm Skywarn 13 meteorologist Monica Ott. No wind going with that snow, though, right, Monica? Not so much uh, today. Um, on Wednesday, we'll see a little bit of a breeze, but shouldn't be up to blizzard conditions, so that's good. That's good to hear. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Monica, over at Stormwater 13. That weather brought to you by... Sponsored by ABC Motorhome Rentals, the best way to see Alaska. When you're deciding on crop insurance, there are many options to consider. At Egg Country Farm Credit Services, our team of specialists know each farm operation is different, and we can help build a crop insurance package that is unique to your business. We work with you on break-evens and review your crop insurance options by helping interpret loss ratios and look for ways to improve APH and maximize your prevent plant. Our team knows the crop insurance industry and can help you reduce risk and capture opportunities. Stop in and see what Egg Country can bring to your table. Chippewa Valley Bean is looking for new kidney bean growers for the 2019 crop year. They're also offering very attractive pricing for your crop, including a Wisconsin grower premium. Chippewa Valley Bean, the largest processor of kidney beans in the world, is located right here in Menominee. Chippewa Valley Bean is offering an increased 2019 base price plus increased quality and volume premiums. They also provide freight support payments to help get your crop to their facility. Call Charles today at 715-664-8342 to hear about those new contracts. Again, 715 715- one five six six four eight three four two or visit them at cvbean.com we're going to help you check something off your bucket list, a trip to Alaska. In fact, this summer, we're going to take two farm trips to Alaska, July 23rd through August 4th or August 13th to the 25th. We'll visit Denali National Park, travel the White Pass and Yukon Railroad. Also, enjoy a three-night Holland America cruise up the Inside Passage. We'll take a look at lots of farming opportunities in Alaska as well. All airfares and hotels are included. For a free brochure, call Holiday Vacations, one 800 826 62266. We're going to Alaska twice this summer. When you need a used car but you can't get far because you spent too much on your credit card. At Auto King, we can offer more. We'll find you the car that you're looking for. Prove your income, put some money down, and you'll be on your way driving around. And you choose when you want to pay. Visit Auto King today. Nordson Extrusion Dies of Chippewa Falls is precisely where you want to be because Nordson builds. They build world-class extrusion dies. They build connections with the community and their employees. Nordson Extrusion Dies is building a new state-of-the-art facility and are building sound manufacturing jobs in the Chippewa Valley. Visit Nordson.com backslash careers today to apply for production opportunities at their Chippewa Falls location. Nordson Extrusion Dies, precisely where you want to be. Degrees here at Eau Claire at Wax 104.5. Scott doing the morning chores with you. Let's have a look at what's going on with Matt Coger over at the Equity Livestock Barn in Altoona, and then we'll hear from Jerry Fitzgerald at the Stratford Barn. Choice beef steers and heifers selling from $92 to $1.2150. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers, $88 to $94.75. Choice Holstein steers. 82 to 88 with your heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers, 82 and down. 20% of the slaughter cows here on Thursday selling from 58 to 66. We topped at 69.50. 60% of the cows selling from 42 to 58. 
with 20% of cows selling below 42. Most of the slaughter bulls here on Thursday selling from 60 to 70. Thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls and lightweight bulls all selling below. 80% of the Holstein bull calves selling 95 pounds and up. Here on Thursday selling from 20 to $80 per head. Uh, in the light and poor quality calves selling below. A quick reminder, next special feeder sale here at the Altoona Market will be Friday, February the 22nd. For more information on that sale or to consign cattle, please give us a call here at the market. That number is 715-835-3104. Also, we have a special bred beef cow sale on Saturday, March the 2nd. For more information or to consign those cattle, also give us a call here at the market. We, they will be sold in the order that they are consigned. This is Mark Koga from the Altoona Auction Market. Have a great day. Thank you, Mark. And I have Jerry Fitzgerald on the phone here from the Stratford Equity Barn. And uh, Jerry and I were talking off the air that he was informing me that on top of everything else today, it's National Wine Day. It's President's Day, of course, today. It's We're uh, getting into the throes of FFA Week, and then he tells me it's National Wine Day. So what's my favorite wine, he asked. And I said... I want to go to Hawaii. You know, that's a joke, <laughs> folks, and not a very well, good Scott, one. good morning. So I'm glad you're enjoying the morning anyway, but it is kind of, uh, well, I guess it's, there's no big storms in the, well, Monica was talking about Wednesday. We'll deal with that when we get to it. But uh, at least I think today uh, we'll be able to, uh, we won't have to worry about uh, plowing roads to market your cattle. I'm sure there's folks trying to clean their yards out yet, but uh, anyway, it doesn't really look like there's any uh, cold, real cold weather or bad roads, so maybe we'll have a regular, normal marketing day for once as far as the weather's concerned. That'd be a good thing. Yeah, it would. So anyway, what we'll do, Scott, this morning, and I thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. We'll uh, get the sales schedule uh, set for this week here at Equity Stratford. First of all, of course, uh, uh, as we Scott has been mentioning, it is President's Day, so I'm sure there are going to be some folks that are going to have the day off. We are not taking the day off. Equity Stratford Market is open this morning, and we'll get underway this morning at 9.30 a.m. with market cows. Also selling fat cattle this morning along with the bulls. We'll get to the baby calves around the 11.30 hour, and then this afternoon we'll finish up with the rest of the market cattle. Tomorrow, Tuesday here in Stratford, uh, we'll get underway at 10 o'clock with the hay auction. And, uh, again, I know uh, folks are looking for some hay. Hay is in good demand. Uh, we do all, we have uh, several consignments of small squares. If you're looking for small squares, and we do have a real nice consignment already of some large round bales of third crop, very fancy alfalfa, so if you folks are looking for some really good hay, we do have early consignments already, and more will be added today for that sale tomorrow. And again, that'll be a 10 o'clock start time tomorrow morning for the hay auction. Uh, market auction in Stratford tomorrow also. Dairy sale tomorrow in Stratford at 12 noon. And uh, moving ahead to Wednesday, uh, feeder cattle sale here in Stratford. That's a noontime start also on Wednesday. And then, of course, the regular market auction on Thursday. So hopefully we can get by this week without a lot of major storms. I know Monica was talking about three to six inches of snow while compared to the 1720 that we got last week. That's just dropping a bucket. So we should be able to handle that. But anyway, uh, folks, all of our information is on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page. And our phone number is 715-687-4101. And also... uh, Kind of looking ahead a little bit here, Scott, our annual district meeting for Equity Stratford 
is scheduled for March the 22nd. So put that on your calendars. Uh, looking forward to seeing the folks there. That's so, right. So busy week coming up here, Scott. Uh, we'll turn it back to you. And, uh, well, you know, you can do a lot of stuff today. Enjoy President's Day, uh, National Wine Day, and like you said, the beginning of FFA week. So you're going to be a busy guy. Oh, yeah, we will. <laughs> I will be. <laughs> it's all in good fun. Thanks, Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford Equity and that Stratford Equity annual meeting coming up. Those are always great events to attend and important to attend. Uh, one thing we have uh, that we're looking forward to is our March 11th Ag Appreciation Night at the Pines and Bloomer. Again, you can call the station with reservations for up to four people. And the rules are that we need everyone's name in that four-person uh, party. And that number, I'll give it later too, is 715-852-2648. And I believe we have Michelle on the line for from Tureen Livestock. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Scott. How are you doing today? Not too bad. And yourself? Uh, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good for it being all like we I just learned that it's National Wine Day. What's your favorite wine, Michelle? I really don't drink a lot of wine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd fall for the old joke again, too. Nobody's. Oh, yeah. Before, I heard your wine. You know. I'm whining. I, I'm a wine, too, that it's a little, it's too much snow, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk, talk to me about the sales over at your neck of the woods. All right. Thank you, Scott. Summing up the week of February 11th at Shereen Livestock Market in the Slaughter Market for the week, we tapped at 70. 84% of the cows up from 40 and above. Utilities were 54 to 68. Canners and cutters, 38 to 52. In the Holstein Steer Market, Choice and Prime, 78 to 90. Selects were 74 and down. For beef head steers and heifers, Choice and Prime, 86 to 122. Selects were 80 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 60 to 74 with the Utilities at 56 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality hosting bull calves sold from $30 to $100 per head. Lighter and lower quality calves, $20 per head and down. Hosting heifer calves were $0.25 cents to $0.55 cents per pound. Beef calves, $1 to $2.35 per pound. In the hog market, butcher hogs were 33 to 35, sows 20 to 36, boars were 11 and down. Our next sale will be today. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all the picturing livestock here, family owned and operating market, have a great day. Thank you much, Michelle, and we'll talk with you again tomorrow. Sounds good. Take care. EBJ Livestock Marketing is in our area. EBJ buys calves of all sizes and breeds three days a week in the listening area. No trucking, no commissions, and your calves are paid for before they ever leave your farm. EBJ Livestock also buys and sells groups of Holstein and beef steers with HolsteinTrader.com and BeefTrader.com. The marketing team at HolsteinTrader.com reaches multi-state regions, giving them excellent buying power. So farmers, find out what your livestock are worth. Call EBJ for a competitive bid. Call them at 800-428-1429 and check them out on Facebook and at HolsteinTrader.com. 
Service and stability, that's what everyone expects from their insurance company. McMillan Warner Mutual has been providing premier insurance protection for peace of mind while serving the generations of today and tomorrow in Wisconsin since 1898, featuring farm coverage for all types and sizes of farming operations, your seasonal properties, and your home or rental properties. And as a stakeholder, you work with local agents and staff right here in Wisconsin. Neighbor helping neighbor. Reliability is what you get with McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance at 2510 North Central Avenue, Marshfield. For a listing of local agents, log on to mcmillanwarner.com or call 800-505-1898. Hi, this is Bruce Hayhoe of Woods and Water Realty. Our Woods and Water sales professionals are your neighbors living in your community, Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, Bloomer, Blue Diamond Lakes area, and many more. We are committed to serve the Chippewa Valley community through civic organizations, schools, churches, and government. Please visit us at woodsandwater.com That's woodsandwater.com, your real estate store. Economy Furniture in Chippewa Falls is something that you've got to see. You worked hard last year. Reward yourself this year with your tax refund at Economy Furniture. Sleep better on a great mattress set. Cuddle up on a comfortable sectional. Watch your favorite show on a cushy new recliner. Take it home today or we'll deliver it. After all, you've earned it. Furnishing the Chippewa Valley since 1950. Economy Furniture's for me. Switch to Boost Mobile's super reliable, super fast nationwide network and get four lines each with unlimited gigs for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. Uh, again, you can look at us, look for us this week. On the 20th and 21st, that's Wednesday and Thursday, over at the Marshfield Farm Show. And we're happy to have all of our sponsors available over there. And those sponsors for us include O'Brien Hybrids, Rooter Ware, Cheryl Tire, Structures Unlimited, and Seahafer Refrigeration. That's great, a great show, and we look forward to seeing you over there. I believe I'll be over there on Wednesday and Bob will be there on Thursday. And, again, on coming up on the 11th, our egg appreciation event over at the Pines in Bloomer. That's March 11th, and you can call with up to four people. We need everyone's name in your party. The event is free. It's farmer appreciation time, and our sponsors and Wax 104.5, want to show our appreciation for you. Get your pen and pencil handy here in the next couple of seconds, and we'll give you that number. But first, I'll uh, take a look at the morning grain markets. On the DTN trade, uh, the futures, March corn is at 374. That's unchanged. March oats, 275, down 6. March soybeans, 907, up 4. March soybean meal, $308.60 a ton. That's up a dollar. And March wheat at 504 is down 2. The country elevator prices on the corn side, Baldwin is at 312. Duran, Mondovi, and Elmwood, Fall Creek, all are at 312. Osseo's at 314. Stevens Point, 322. Elk Mound, 321. Sparta, 320. Ellsworth at $3 even. The ethanol plants, the corn is Boyceville, 341. Stanley, 339. And New Richmond at 335. On the soybean side, 
Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo. The countryside uh, uh, elevators are all at 807. Stevens Point is at 794. Elk Mound, 322. Sparta, 805. And Ellsworth, 807. On the butter side, uh, rather, on the milk futures side, uh, class three prices. February is at three or thirteen ninety seven. That's up one. March fourteen fifty three down three. April fourteen fifty three down three. And May at fourteen eighty is down two. And that number for the egg appreciation night is uh, at the Pines and Bloomer again. You can have up to four people. That number is 715-852-2648. Sherrill Tire and Service. Keep growing and rolling with us. Sherrill Tire and Service will keep you rolling and growing by coming to you with one of our 14 mobile service trucks. Sherrill Tire and Service, your locally owned commercial and farm tire dealer. Marshfield, Medford, Clover, Stevens Point, Wisconsin Rapids, and Weston, and online at SherrillTire.com. Sherrill Tire and Service, keep growing and rolling with us. This is Chad Glaze of Vinevest North Crop and Ag Insurance in Wausau. We are your local family-owned and operated full-service agriculture insurance agency. In these challenging markets, farm business viability includes a strong crop insurance and farm risk management portfolio. Call Vinevest North Crop and Ag Insurance in Wausau for a review of your 2019 crop insurance coverage today. Also, take a look at the new dairy revenue protection policy available to dairy farmers from the RMA. The March 15th crop insurance deadline to make any changes to your current policy is rapidly approaching. We work with growers throughout Wisconsin. So call Vinevest North Crop and Ag Insurance in Wausau today, 888-675-1829 or visit vinevestnorth.com. That's 888-675-1829 or visit vinevestnorth.com. Proud to serve Wisconsin agriculture. Vinevest North and the company's representative are equal opportunity providers. Coverage is subject to availability, terms and conditions, and may not be available in all areas. It's 5.53 here at Wax 104.5. A look at those uh, dairy cheese and butter prices. Barrel cheese ended the week at 143 and a half, unchanged. Hi, I'm Bob Bosold, inviting you to join me on an agricultural cruise and land tour of Alaska. In fact, we're taking two this coming summer, July 23rd through August 4th and August 13th to the 25th. We'll visit Denali National Park, travel the White Pass and Yukon Railroad, and enjoy a three-night Holland America cruise up the Inside Passage. We'll also travel to a muskox farm in the Alaska Flower Company as we visit agricultural enterprises farms in the Delta Junction area, as well as the Matanuska Valley. We'll also go to the home of the Iditarod Dog Race in Wazilla. We'll dredge for gold. We'll travel by paddle wheel down the Chena River, and we'll go face-to-face with glaciers in Prince William Sound, and so much more. Plan to join us two trips, July 23rd through August 4th, August 13th to the 25th, as we travel with holiday vacations in Alaska. Get your free brochure. Call 1-800-826-2266 as we take two trips this summer to Alaska. The computer system apparently wanting us to really hear about Bob's trip to Alaska. What an exciting thing, really. Yeah, but uh, we'll have another look at those 
cheese and butter prices the way the week ended. Barrel cheese ended the week at 143 and a half unchanged. Black cheese 158 unchanged and butter at 225 also was unchanged. Today we're going to talk once again with Bridget Finke, attorney with Valley Crossing Law that deals with a lot of you folks out in the country on your estate plans and all kinds of things having to do with how your operation operates now and in the future. And one of the things that I know you talk about with the folks you work with, Bridget, is how to deal with the nursing home. We can deal with family members and estate taxes and things like that, but the nursing home seems to be something we really don't want to address if we don't have to. But really and truly, we really have to because it it's a business that's out there, and more and more of these homes are being built every day, and they're not being built because they're not making money. Well, and they're not being built because they're not being used exactly, either. You know, exactly. we're, we're living longer and having longer-term needs, and so... Um, you know, the nursing home is something to discuss in thinking about the future of your farm because, um, you know, I, ca- I like to call it the $100,000 a year problem. Um, if you're private paying for the nursing home, average cost of care is seven to $8,000. That's so, just for one person. If then, both mom and dad go in, then it's a $200,000 plus a year problem. There you go. And when we know um, where, you know, our commodity prices are right now, the idea of, of having that extra money flowing off the farm is is certainly a challenge to the, the ongoing operation. So how do we start dealing with it? I mean, at what age? Not at 65 when you're thinking about stepping aside and letting the kids take over or 70, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. This should be something we talk about uh, earlier, isn't it? Sure, because you want to think about, uh, you know, if that happens, how are you going to pay for that? And it, it really boils down to one of three options. Either, number one, you've got money in the checkbook, you write the check, you pay the bill every month. Number two, you get insurance to help hedge against that risk. And so there are, you know, there's long-term care insurance mm-hmm. available that works like your farm insurance does, right? You pay for it every year, every month, and if you don't use it, you lose it. There's also insurance out there that um, is piggybacked on life insurance policies or annuities, where you can, for instance, have a life insurance policy that, say, has a $300,000 death benefit. You can get a long-term rider put on there that would allow you to access that death benefit during your lifetime toward long-term care insurance needs. And so sometimes that's more appealing that it's not, I mean, you know, I know mm-hmm. all the time I talk with my farmers, they feel like they're insurance to death, right, with all the all the different insurance premiums they're paying. Um, but in that instance, at least either, you know, that could be, if you never have long-term care needs, that could be liquidity to the farm to help pay down debt or help replace labor, or it could be used as well for estate equalization with non-farm children. So sometimes that's that's a nice option. But anyway, so, you know, we either have private pay, we have get some insurance, or number three, yes, the government to pay. Bridget over at Valley Crossing Law with always great insight about our needs out in the countryside. And if you'd like to hear uh, more with that uh, of that interview, uh, log on to our website at uh, waxradio.com. Go to Bob's page, and you'll see the uh, entire interview on that page. This is Scott Schultz getting wrapped up with the morning chores here on Wax 104.5. Be careful out there in your farmyards or wherever you might be traveling and working today. 
The Kubota L2501 tractor is one of the best-selling compact tractors in America for a reason. They're comfortable, spacious, easy to control, and have a range of performance-matched implements to tackle all kinds of jobs. Right now, get a Kubota L2501 with a six-year warranty plus 0% APR financing for up to 60 months or great customer instant rebates. Now through March 31st, 2019, go to KubotaUSA.com for more information. Find your next Kubota at Value Implement in Arcadia, Baldwin, Menominee, or Osseo. Value Implement and Kubota. For work, for fun. Fun for you. Beerer Wisconsin Sawmill in Prentice, a third-generation family-owned company, a leading producer of dimensional lumber, is offering exciting career opportunities. Beerer is looking for qualified night shift industrial maintenance technicians, a second shift administrative assistant, as well as first and second shift general laborers. Beerer Sawmill offers great benefits, medical, dental, vision, life, disability, paid personal, and vacation, as well as 401k. Join them by visiting the Beerer facility in Prentice or apply online at BeererEmployment.com. Beerer Lumber is an equal opportunity employer. 12-month interest-free financing at Amundsen's Appliance, located in Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls, in Rice Lake. Wax 104.1 